0: Welcome to Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. It's the podcast that's like hanging out at the video store. Except today's episode is like hanging out with the video store podcast. The video store podcast. And more. As we present our section of the five-day rentals mega draft. Drafting the top 90 films of the 90s. Uh, This is part four. Of that excellent miniseries that uh, I've been enjoying very much listening back through. And I hope at this point you've been listening to as well. Uh, So don't forget to vote at the end. And of course, (laughs) vote for DK. (laughs) Uh, Don't forget also to listen to the final episode that will come out tomorrow on the Best Little Horror House in Philly feed. That's October 20th. Um, and boy, we, we just want to say thank you, uh, Chris and I uh, for for sticking with this and listening to this and uh, sp- and, and, and a big thank you for following and, and subscribing to those other shows, giving them uh, the ratings that they so need on Spotify, iTunes um, If they have patreons, hop on you know if you think their stuff is good, spoilers, it's good. Um, really big uh, really big thank you to um, horror drafts, weekly podcast massacre. Uh, Of course, Best Little Whorehouse in Philly, and of course, Five Day Rentals for just making this whole process really smooth, a really fun time, and we're so proud to be part of it. Uh, Chris couldn't join us for this episode, um, but um, I I feel we're represented pretty well. Um, So again, I I hope you will listen to the first uh, three episodes, and uh, you can find those by going, if you need to start from the beginning head to the 5-Day Rentals podcast and you'll see the first episode there. Then they'll direct you where to go from there. You'll hear uh, Bones' beautiful voice telling you where to go. Um, So without any further yip-yap, let's get into Episode 4 of the 5-Day Rentals Top 90 of the 90s Mega Draft. And don't forget it's for charity. Don't forget to vote for me. And uh, don't forget to uh, listen to the next episode on Best Little Horror House. I love you deeply, truly madly.
1: Well,
2: welcome. This is part four. You're wondering, who is this fucking voice in my Nerds Geeks feed? Well, I'm allowed to be here because I'm Bones of the five-day rentals. I am drunk, guys. It hit me. <laughs> Listen, you were the heart, okay? <laughs> All right. Yeah, but I'm allowed to be here because this is the top 90s mega podcast crossover extravaganza thing that we're doing. Do not adjust
3: your airwaves. Oh yeah, <laughs> or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, i bought you. Oh. <laughs> DK, can
2: you like add in like a like a fuzz, like a sh- 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 like, we got- like <laughs> someone adjusting their airwaves? No, like I yeah, hacked, was- <laughs> like I hacked your Gibson. Oh. and took over your feed.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure, yeah, that's no pretty nineties. Do not adjust your television sets. Get this that fuzz is-
4: in there. I listen to all my podcasts on AM radio, so I'm used to changing <laughs> little, the dials around.
3: Little hiss. <laughs>
2: This is part four. You got to go back. Check the episode description. I'm sure DK did a pleasant little intro before this bad boy. I say we get into it, man. We're in the heat of this thing. I get to start us off. Uh, There's one particular year that for me is the I need everybody else to make the decision. I'm sure we all have that. Um, And... Going into the last round, I thought, yeah, I'm going to select that on the break. I I just had a flash. I had, there was a, per, there's a person to me that really defines the 90s. And Nick, you brought up comedy. I got to go to 1994 and make sure that this guy makes the list. I'm going dumb and dumber.
3: Mm. Wow, Mr. Farrelly himself. Job. Yep.
2: <laughs> I mean, in in terms yeah. of just comedic presence in the '90s, who who better than Jeff Daniels?
5: Yep. Mm-hmm. I
3: thought you were talking Dan Marino. Oh, whoa, she's something totally different. No, I'm pretty sure Dan
6: Marino's in Dumb and Dumber. Oh, <laughs> he,
3: just he just revealed a
6: pick.
4: He just revealed
6: a pick.
5: I'm director. not even drinking. It's just late. <laughs> Director's
4: cut stuff, dude.
7: Oh so man! So you're telling me
3: he made a mistake?
4: <laughs> Bradley, yeah. I was wow. about to reference
7: the dolphin, so I was about to, I was going to make the same exact mistake. It's oh, this, it, it well, is I'm the same year. It is the same
2: year. So, um, I think uh, to me, Dumb and Dumber just just has a little bit more staying power. Yeah. Um. I mean, we could go around in probably five different rounds, and everybody could could quote something from Dumb and Dumber the same way we did Tommy Boy. So, uh, we landed on the moon. I, our, I like it a lot.
4: <laughs> our <laughs> heads are falling off. <laughs> Those
0: skis, Samsonite. yours. Samsonite. Uh,
3: just <laughs> pretend I'm making the noises of him taking a huge shit. <laughs> <laughs> you had
6: an extra pair of gloves the whole time.
3: Yeah, he must work
2: out. Yeah, <laughs> no denying. Is that funny the movie? movie. The How French do they know? Rag, assholes? I guess
3: French are assholes.
1: Is that Dumb and Dumber? What's that? Oh, I Dumb thought you Dumber? were just. I thought you were just saying
3: that. No, oh, we're Steven. just like <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> talking I'm about a little place called
1: Aspen. I don't yes. know, Lord. The French are assholes. Yes. <laughs>
2: Oh, I thought Um, you were, uh, I was confusing that with the, yeah, that John Denver's full of shit, man. Yeah, (laughs) right, 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 right. (laughs) Um,
3: I also love, of course, the the Mockingbird scene. Very funny.
2: Yep. All right. Uh, Greg, you're up, buddy.
7: Okay. um, I had to get these guys somewhere on the list. So I'm going to go 1996, and I'm going to pick Fargo. Uh, because I needed a Coen Brothers pick, and mm. this is maybe my favorite from them. Although it's hard, it's really hard to say. Uh, there's another one from the '90s that was uh, maybe going to be my my decision, but I needed a '96 pick. Fargo, incredible movie. Uh, to me, it feels like an adaptation of like a great novel that doesn't exist. Something about it is just so rich and detailed. It's shot beautifully. Um, William H. Macy absolutely kills it Steve Buscemi, Peter Stormare in an incredible role Um, and Francis McDormand just playing the most wholesome police officer in cinema history probably Um, it's just Fargo I love this movie, it's a total comfort watch I think it's like just breezy and entertaining and uh, truly a blast beginning to end Uh, yeah, Fargo Where do you come down on the show? I've watched the first season. I really enjoyed it. I have not watched a a single thing beyond that because I just, uh, despite working in television, I don't watch a lot of like television. It's just for some reason my attention span or something. I don't know. Uh, George, I think I've heard you say this a lot, but just movies, you're in, you're in, you're out. TV series it's harder to stay invested Little
8: so Jack that's the only that. reason
7: exactly yeah that's the only reason I haven't watched more of the show because I really did like season one and I thought Billy Bob fucking killed it in season one um,
3: yeah but then you're like how many that. movies could I watch in the time it takes me to watch a yeah. season of Fargo I could oh, wow. watch
7: the entirety of this of the Coen Brothers filmography probably yeah. you know so, you watch, watch Fargo, Fargo like 15 times, times. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> And uh, that, that's a good that's a good way to spend your time, honestly. Yeah, Fargo honestly. is incredible.
2: Cron.
4: All right, guys, we're talking uh, nineteen ninety two. We've had a lot of prestige picks. We've had uh, Unforgiven, Glengarry, Gary, Glenn Ross, Malcolm X. And I'm throwing my hat into that category because I'm picking. Brian De Palma's Raising (laughs) Cain.
3: Possibly. (laughs) We knew it. We knew it. (laughs) Uh,
4: I would be surprised if anyone else had this on their list of 10. Um, It's on my
7: list. It's on my list. I I love love Raising Cain. Yeah,
4: I love this movie so much. um, And a lot of it has to do with uh, what John Lithgow is doing. Yeah. Give me more Lithgow. Make him play every single role like it's a Clumps movie, and I would, (laughs) I would happily watch it. Um, I don't know. I love De Palma. I think you know, coming off Bonfire of the Vanities, he was like, I got to get back to what I know how to do, and I think he delivered amazingly. Um, This is just you know, in some ways, the most De Palma that you can get. Um, I don't know. Every time I watched it, I loved it the first time. I love it more every time I watch it. Um, We've covered it on our show, but I don't know. Um, Just one of his best, in my
8: opinion.
7: I only watched this for the first time maybe two, three months ago, but I absolutely adored it. And I, I listened to your guys' episode immediately after I watched it. Really enjoyed that and what you had to say about Akron. So, full agreement, like... It's it's kind of an undersung, like gem. Yeah, I have also only seen the quote unquote like director's cut. Mm-hmm. I guess it's more of a fan cut that someone put together, right?
4: Yeah, it's kind of that like, he just kind
7: of approves of.
6: Yeah, it's kind of
4: like a guy put together the actual cut, and then De Palma, like he he built that cut off of De Palma's like original storyboard, I guess. So yeah, um, yeah, De Palma basically came in and just kind of put his stamp on it and was like. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I had in mind. <laughs> we'll call yeah. It so that's the, the only one cut. I've
7: seen. But with that, like, I thought it was spectacular.
8: Mm-hmm.
7: Like you said, it's like a back to basics for De Palma, And his basics are like a f- seven minute long one shot tracking scene down this whole police precinct. Like mm-hmm. as this insane psychological monologue is going on, like he really does. He pulls out all the stops for it. It's incredible.
3: Um, Kron mentioned, you know, a, a Lithgow Clumps movie. I'm I'm interested in a Lithgow multiverse movie. Give me, <laughs> <Yeah>. Raising Cane, <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons, Footloose, blowout, blowout yes, Fair. blowouts, weirdo <laughs> serial killer guy. Really, I guess he's. <laughs> Just an assassin who got out of control, but... Oh, he's he's
7: handling things in below. Don't worry, yeah. he's got it covered, <laughs> yeah.
3: I started killing sex workers so that they'll think it's just a serial killer. Like, what the fuck? Just like you wanted, right? He <laughs> told you to do that. <laughs> this guy's great. He's great in everything he does, I think. Yeah.
2: All right, Nick. I think I see you staring at your list.
1: I am looking at it. I'm deciding what year to go to. Um, And I think I'm going to land at 1997. I am going to pick a movie very dear to my heart. Gross point blank. Nice pick. I love that movie. Great companion piece to High Fidelity, which is one of my all-time favorites. Unbelievable soundtrack. I know we're talking about the 90s here, but if you're talking to someone about 80s music and they're Talking about, mm. you know, hair metal and synth pop, you just fucking throw on Gross Point Blank, the soundtrack. It's unbelievable. Um, and I'm a huge John Cusack fan, and this is one of his best, in my opinion. So,
8: yeah, Dan Aykroyd's pretty good in that one, too.
1: Yep. Alan Arkin, Mini Driver. What a great cast, too. Hank Azaria. it has got a great, killer, killer cast.
8: Is that Jeremy
2: Piven before the plugs?
1: Yep, Jeremy Piven. Yeah. That's right. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Hell
2: yeah, Dan.
6: All right, guys. Um, I think I'm gonna go to 1994 here. Yeah. Fucking tough. All right. Um, there's a very active director. In the 90s that I don't think Has been represented And I think he should be um, There are some better Picks here for 1994 But one that really Stands out to me is Serial Mom from John Waters so, Nice That was um, on my
5: list sir, As well sir mm-hmm.
6: Yeah John Waters I He has a ton of films That came out through the 90s that weren't You know, super popular, but um, this was always one, like I said, the we always rented during uh sleepovers and shit, and just a bonkers ass uh, fucking uh, suburb type. Just what John Waters can do with that. He I've mentioned some other movies, but they're also in the 90s, so um. Yeah man, I love Serial Mom It's fucking crazy, a great performance there By um, uh, Kathleen Turner Yeah, Kathleen Turner there Fucking slipped my mind But um, yeah man I think John Waters needs some representation So there you go
5: Uh, I think it's also The first or one of the first Matthew Lillard performances as well So without this, would we have Him in Scream? I don't know uh, yeah, but yeah, it's a brother. fantastic satire of like um, uh, kind of 50s domestic dramas, essentially. And he just does an amazing job. And it's so funny. Um, maybe outside of Hairspray is like his most accessible work, probably um, yeah. for like mainstream audiences. There's but, another
6: uh, one, though, from the nine, 1990, though.
5: Oh, OK. All right. But anyway, Serial Mom I'm is fantastic for anyone who hasn't seen it. I highly recommend it, too.
6: anybody?
3: Oh yeah, uh, John Waters no. is great. I love Female Trouble. Personally, is my mm, favorite. Me too, man. Is, female is Trouble is fantastic. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. He's coming back, right? He
5: yeah, just, just yeah. So. It's the like first one in like almost twenty years or something like that. Yeah. Or? yeah.
1: What great. was his last one? Dirty Shame was that his last one? I think so. Which I
5: think so. it was 04 So yeah. maybe I guess
3: it's been eighteen years. Wow. Isn't the like last shot of that? Like a camera covered in jizz though. Like that felt like, Gosh, good, felt like a good Felt like a good outro to me. Like, how else would you I want
7: think. yeah, how else would you want him to go out? Yeah. yeah. I truly did not know for a majority of my life that he wasn't just a Simpsons character. Huh. I only knew him from the Simpsons <laughs> episode. I thought he was an original <laughs> Simpsons character, and then I saw an interview with him and I was like, that's a real fucking guy? Like holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great.
6: Yeah,
5: I am looking right now. It's just a matter of what year do I want to pick, and then I'll determine what uh what I end up going with here. Um <clears throat> let's go to nineteen ninety seven. Look. What kind of New Englander would I be if I'm not gonna take Goodwill Hunting off the board here? Uh <laughs> Gus Van Sant. You know, he's coming out of The new queer cinema movement in the late 80s, early 90s, getting a chance to make a prestige picture uh, on a smaller scale, but that launches the careers of Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, gives us a fantastic performance by Robin Williams. Um, It's a fun, excellent movie from beginning to end. Uh, I got to take Good Will Hunting. Yep. A I like choice. those apples.
4: Yeah.
5: <laughs> sure do. <Wow. laughs> no one's got anything to add to Goodwill. Uh, <laughs> good good. Nothing of <laughs> substance. <laughs> Although I week. will say,
3: um I've always been more of a my private my own private Idaho play. That
5: was on my list for a certain year yeah. <laughs> in this draft. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's that's that's
6: a, uh, yeah. Psycho remake for me. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. even can't even bring myself to joke about that.
3: <laughs> All right. George, you ready? Wow. Um man, am I ready? I don't know. I'm having a tough time over here. Um I thought I had settled on it, and now I'm looking at the list and I'm like, I think I can put this off until later. Okay. I'm gonna go with nineteen ninety. And uh, earlier, I talked about the Silent Hill movie adaptation, which I happen to really love. I think it's a lot of fun. And of course, that is an adaptation of the video game Silent Hill. Well, it's kind of Silent Hill, too, as well. But I digress. Um, Silent Hill came out in 1999. It is fantastic, it is pure atmosphere. And you know where it fucking came from? Jacob's Goddamn Ladder. That movie is incredible. Danny Aiello is just popping him. the fuck off in his small scenes. Tim Robbins amazing. Pruitt Taylor Vince also small role but really popping off. And it is so incredible. Like it's it's like I said, it's pure atmosphere and this is one of my favorite depictions of hell. Um, because it is so personal, the fact that it is so tied to these people and, and his unwillingness to give up, and they're talking about how it's it, it could go either way, but it's because he's hanging on, that's the hell of it, and, and it's so powerful, it's terrifying! That movie is fucking terrifying! It, it's just fantastic.
7: I watched this for your podcast, George and it was it was brilliant. So thank you for being like part of the reason that I was introduced to that. Um truly great. I think about that car driving by with the face in the window all the goddamn time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, really fucking genuinely scary, I would say.
3: It does such a great job too of I mean I know that it's like the whole thing is that you don't know if it's dream or real or whatever, but like for that for the setting to feel both realistic and incredibly over the top, grimy is like such a balancing act, and they pull it off with aplomb.
6: And this was uh, on our podcast we discussed the five dollar bins, like the DVDs. Mm-hmm. This was one I snagged out Ooh. early on and popped Ooh. it in. I was like, "Oh, I've always heard about this." I was like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) Great.
3: What a great fucking movie. One of the best Vietnam movies, in my opinion. Yeah, And an excellent remake. Yeah, my favorite. That's the one we're talking about. Right. That's what I thought. (laughs) All right, DK. I think I'm
0: going to go for. Let me take a look. Just confirm something here. Okay, that's probably safe. I hope. Um, I want to go to a year that we haven't spent a lot of time in yet. Uh, that is 1991. And I'm going to go ahead and grab, uh, one of my childhood favorites that I, one of those movies when you see it too young, but it sticks with you and you love it for some reason. Um, people under the stairs.
1: Mm. Nice choice. Yeah.
0: That's uh that's a movie that I've seen so many times and uh definitely feels super 90s to me. Uh and it mm. certainly fits right in with my obvious theme that I have going. Uh so yeah, no, that, that movie uh rules. Uh you can't do better than um what's his name? Is it Everett Everett McGill? Yeah. He's he's so amazing. It, he puts on his outfit, and he's got a shotgun, and he's chasing that kid around, and it's it's amazing. All the horrible people in the basement, and the house itself
7: is scary. The dog is scary. It's such a good... Just, I love it. What really stands out to me in that movie is fucking Ving Rhames. Oh, man. He, he owns the first, like, third of that movie. He rules, yes. Just every line he says, basically, is quotable and funny. Or just like
0: he sells his, it, yeah, he sells yeah, the whole thing. Totally,
7: yep, <clears throat> absolutely, yeah, amazing. Uh, one of my favorite Cravens, one of the best Cravens
2: there is. I think.
7: I think you're right.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I like Scream Three. <laughs> <laughs>
6: oh. <laughs> That's what we call it, three sixty.
2: Yeah. All right, Chad.
6: <laughs>
8: All right. Uh, I think one of the uh, 96 is looking kind of sparse. And uh, I notice I don't have this actor in any of my movies as of yet. So, actually, two <clears throat> actors. Um, Sean Connery and Nick Cage, The Rock. It's a great choice. Yep. Ah, oh, so thrilled <laughs> this was picked. Oh, yeah. man. That's such a good choice Thank you Chad <laughs> When I think of a 90's movie This is a total 90's movie
7: I, I love this movie so much Like It was
8: right behind Fargo
7: For my 96 pick yep. Um, yep. During all the Armageddon talk It was hard not to bring up <laughs> The Rock as Michael Bay's best movie But it's like It's so definitively Better than anything else He's done for me
3: I'm agree. I'm going to jump 100%. in as the one Pain I, and Gain absolutely. defender. Pain and Gain's fun. <laughs> man. Uh, no, no, I like Pain and Gain. Like pain yeah, pain and Gain's cool. a great movie.
7: Yep.
2: Pain again is good. I'll agree with you, Greg. I do believe that The Rock is a better movie. Armageddon yeah. just is a little bit more personal. But The Rock is just something that every time I revisit, the last time I went on vacation, I watched it on TNT in the hotel room and was like, trust to, to watch it trying to catch my wife up like so anyway he's yeah like yeah i mean it it's just incredible like uh do you guys adhere to the like bond theory it's really fun i it's fun it's a great way to think about it
7: like it does make the movie it is one of those weird fan theories that like it's obviously not true but like it is fun to think it's true you know what i mean yeah
2: yeah i'm not familiar with this uh there's a fan theory that he is his version of James Bond. Yeah. That he is like, you know, he was sent on a mission. He under he found that whole thing out, and then the U.S. government threw him in jail. So he is... I've seen some people cite, like, especially people that like the theory that each James Bond actor is a different James Bond who like has just taken, taken on that 007 mantle and... That builds into it it's if you if you haven't seen it with that theory in mind it is fun to go back and watch it yeah and really imagine that
7: yeah uh ed harris is an yeah. amazing villain in that movie like really killing it uh mm. and nicholas cage the whole line about what is he what is the line about zeus's butthole or something like that right <laughs> But uh, spectacular Nick Cage performance. And a, a great
2: cast of goons. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Like uh, Todd, Tony, Tony Todd. Todd yeah. Tony Woodbine. Todd. Bokeem Woodbine. Bokeem
2: Woodbine, man. He's yep. always so fucking intense. Mm-hmm. Raymond Cruz, right? From yep. Breaking Bad, I think. Yeah. Is John C. McGinley one of them? Is he one of the. Uh, is he. It sounds right. I think
7: you're like, right.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure he is in the. Yep. Yeah, because
2: yep. David Morse is, Ed Harris is like number two. Oh, my God.
7: Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. David Morse. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad he made this 90s thing because David Morse is one of the most 90s actors there is. And Michael Bean's in it, right?
1: But just not, not as a yeah. bad guy. But yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. That's fucking awesome.
2: They kind of pull the rug out on you with that. Yeah. Whoa, Mac, you piece of
8: shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chad. Uh, I am torn. I'm 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 going Are you all out of faith. The year ninety eight. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to ninety eight. But you know what? I'm gonna. I haven't got a female director in here, and I don't have any rom coms. So I'm going with Nora Ephron. Uh, You've got Mel with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Oh man, great Great pick,
3: Chad. Mm -hmm. Great pick
7: on my list.
8: Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, Yeah. see. I would I wouldn't have thought this. I thought it was just all you know, brew stuff. (laughs) But no, yeah, it's a it good movie. You know, Tom Hanks is putting her out of business, and then. Oh, the great reference for the Godfather about going to the mattresses I, that she had no clue about I was gonna
7: bring up the way it talks about the godfather alone is pretty
2: fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> is Absolutely. Dave Chappelle his buddy
8: in that? Yes.
7: Yeah. And he's really good too. Sure is. Yeah.
8: Yep. Like when he first goes meet her at the at that one bar, he's like, Oh man, she's a dog. And then he's like, nope. She's beautiful. <laughs> and he says, She kind of looks like that one lady you put out of business. <laughs> uh just yeah, absolutely. And then he walks away, you're like, ah oh, shit, is he just gonna leave it like that? And then he comes back. It's awesome.
6: Yeah. Man, th- this is there. the this is the most emotion you've showed on any of your picks.
8: <laughs> <laughs> well, during this last break I took a shot at Act fast.
6: Was it, was it like an actual shot or was <laughs> it a shot?
8: I, I'm actually lactating <laughs> right now.
6: Congratulations. <laughs> I'd, I'd love yeah. to see it. A lot of people <laughs> would pay money to see that.
8: Yeah. Just just go to my OnlyFans.
2: <laughs> All right. DK, you ready to follow up that lactation bit? You know <sighs> I subscribed to that already. <laughs> <so>.
6: <laughs> Logging in right now. Uh,
0: yeah, I will follow up that lactation bit. Um, with, uh, let, boy, let's head to 1996. Oh, my dog will bark loudly. Um, I'm going to go for, oh, this is really tough. This is really tough, but I have to make this decision now. Um, oh man, there's two ways I could go, but it's because I've set up a system and, and and sort of a a vibe. I'm going to continue with that. Or else my other pick might be weird. Um, So I'm going to go for From Dust Till Dawn,
3: 1996. Great pick, pick, DK. Nice. Yeah, have to have that one as well. That that one for me is
0: like a sleepover. Friends coming over, put the tape in, you know, uh, quoting super inappropriate things to each other from that movie. Um, Awesome effects. Uh, Boy. Tom Savini. Savini. Uh, and his pistol weenie.
3: That's right, <laughs> Tommy Sabini and a pistol weenie.
0: That's right. Uh, no, that's a, such a fun movie. Uh, Clooney, Cloon Dog, dude,
3: cloon Dog,
0: Cloon Dog is rocking it. That
3: tattoo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> He's looking hunky. Also, <sighs> we're talking about soundtracks. Come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no that that
0: that one. Uh, I had to go. I had to go for it. Meant to be
7: um, a Tales from the Crypt movie. How about that? Completely makes sense. Yeah,
8: mm-hmm. yeah Completely makes that.
1: sense.
7: That makes sense. Yeah. Really underrated first half. I, I know everyone talks about how like cool the twist is, but the first half of that is so fucking good. It's yeah, really it's compelling. Good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. it, it,
0: it yep.
1: is. It really is. Yeah. I wish and the whole movie was just two of the first. T- I'm. I, same.
7: Yeah. Uh, to yeah. be honest. Right. Yeah, it, this came yeah. up when I was on a horror dress. I think my co-host Murph yeah. shocked everybody by saying it was his favorite Clooney performance. Wow. And we were like, "What the fuck? Like, that's <laughs> wow. whoa. That's, it like, is that's a statement. Too. It is good. It is really, really good." Uh, um, but the moment but when we it's all know like, it's Ocean's Eleven. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Clayton. But like that that, that scene is. when he enters yeah. the hotel room after Tarantino's character has like been with the maid is really fucking. Horrifying, yeah. Like, uh, there's without a doubt that's like the best Tarantino performance, right? I mean, what even comes close? Django, (laughs) (laughs) it's like three lines in Django, yeah. Australian (laughs) accent, (laughs) yeah.
1: Also, I didn't see the second two seasons, or maybe there were more, but the first season of that show is fantastic,
7: yeah. It was really good. I like that show a lot. This show is fun as hell.
2: All right, George.
3: Back to me, eh? Uh, look, before I went double Dennehy, this time <laughs> I'm going repeat Robbins. Um, I agree with Greg that the Cohen brothers must be represented on my list. And I suspect that his other pick was Barton Fink and not the one I'm about to pick. Yeah. But I am going to choose the actual best Coen Brothers movie, and that is the Hudsucker Proxy. Wow. You know, for kids. (laughs) It is amazing. Sam Raimi is in the mix. He's helping to write this bad boy. You know that means you're getting Bruce Campbell in there as well. I love that. Very fun performance. Tim Robbins, genuinely, I think that he's a Muppet who escaped. I think that... He got out, and he became a movie star on his own, and this is the proof, because he is just so slapstick and so funny in this. Jennifer Jason Lee in that Mid-Atlantic accent, first of all, hilarious. Second of all, hubba hubba. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Newman as the villain, incredible. Charles Durning as Warren Hudsucker when he comes back at the end as the angel, spoiler alert. And he fucking, like, talks him off the cliff. Incredible. Just what a fun, funny movie. They get a lot of credit for their comedy, but this is them at their most leaning into it. This is a comedy pure and simple. It is slapsticky, but it is so, so funny.
2: One Uh, of the few that that I I haven't seen.
3: You
7: know that Barton Fink... Is uh, is you know it, it's around. It, yeah. It's here. Um, it's on my list. I'm not gonna say. Y- you know, I haven't picked the '91 movie yet, so we'll we'll see what happens. But um, I'm gonna drop a bomb show I haven't seen *Hudsucker*. <sighs> see, it's one this of those things thing. where nobody's
3: seen it. <laughs> it it's George one Oz. of those
7: things where I I love the cohen so much. I almost. I just want to keep one out there in the ether. You know what I mean? Mm. Like save I, for.
2: I do the same thing any day. with people. Yeah. Oh. yeah,
3: this is it's so good though. It I'll is, jump in, so good. and they're it. still it making great. movies.
6: Yeah. yeah, I'll say one it gets is. better with more viewings. I will say that. Okay. Uh, I mean, but it's I was, older movies, though. I think. But I was also That's young. A thing about them going through Cohen's, and I was like, alright. Yeah, that was alright. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, Steve Buscemi as the beatnik
3: bartender? Incredible.
7: <laughs> I
3: felt the it same be, as Dan. It
7: might finally be time for me. We'll see. It
3: should. It I first should.
0: watched
7: it looking for Raimi
0: stuff. I was on my Bruce Campbell binge. So I'm like, oh, Bruce is in this. And then I was like, eh, I mean, it was fine. It was good, but it's not... It wasn't what I was looking for. But
3: yeah, that's great.
0: No, no, I'm giving it a thumbs up. It was really good. Oh, okay, okay. It's a good movie.
3: Okay. I, I just
0: wanted Evil Dead 2 over and over.
3: Yeah. It's uh, I love it. I genuinely love it. I think it is so funny and when I genuinely feel like everybody just goes, "Oh, that's the one I haven't seen or whatever." And I'm like, "They have way they have movies that I'm, I, I'm like, I would expect less people to have seen, and yet someone somehow everyone has seen the Lady Killers, and nobody has seen uh, the Hudsucker Proxy. I and mean, that they, opening scene is great. Look,
6: the fucking suicide.
3: It's, it's. <laughs> I actually have a certain fondness for the
7: Lady Killers, but even without having seen it, I will, the Hudsucker Proxy is a great title. Yeah, it just it really stands out. It's really funny just yeah. alone.
3: Great sucker. Great movie. And Tim Robbins genuinely, he doesn't get to do straight comedy a lot. And he is so funny in this.
7: And I would say that guy knows comedy. He discovered Jack Black. He was like one of his actors, you know, what in his the troupe. Yeah.
6: That's a solid pick, George. Thank Thank I'll say that. Thank you.
2: Brantley, we come back to you, buddy. <coughs>
5: Yeah, uh, I'm the only one who hasn't picked 94 yet, so I'm just going to leave that one for my final pick. Um, And that means I'm selecting from either 1990 or 1991. I think 91 is the toughest year. Um, So I'm going to go there, and I'm going to take Ridley Scott's Thelma and Louise, starring my 1990s crush, and crush till this day, Gina Davis. Nice. There she is. There she is.
8: There she is.
5: Uh it's actually been uh a while since I've seen this movie and I should probably revisit it because uh <clears throat> I mean I think I've only seen it one time. Um but fantastic performances by both Davis and Susan Sarandon. They're both nominated for best actress, so pretty much nullifying each other's opportunity to win the Oscar because they're nominated in the same category. Um Early Brad Pitt in here, uh, and just uh fantastic uh, women's empowerment film, and uh, about a couple of gals who aren't going to take anyone's shit anymore.
3: And uh, I like it a lot. Uh, I am currently in love with Susan Sarandon. So nice. She, well, I mean, she is just incredible. It's as so you guys' relationship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? You know, um, it's but yeah, she I mean, she's so funny and uh, she is just an incredible performer. She's I mean, Bull Durham also she's fantastic yeah. in. But yeah. really, whenever she gets she she really steps up to fill whatever role she's given. And when she's given a chance to star in a movie like this, you know, just knocks it out of the park. And of course, Gina Davis is Absolutely. incredible as well. Mm-hmm. I just
5: want to list other Sarandon and Davis uh, performances, but I'm like I shouldn't because a lot of them are in <laughs> the nineties.
6: Well you guys all said There she is and I was thinking there she goes. Wow. Mm, there she
3: goes <laughs> again.
7: Uh great parody of this and Naked Gun 33 and <laughs> a third. That's all I gotta contribute. I know it from <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
3: When they run that car out of gas. Yeah well yeah mm-hmm. That, the fact that the it's sentence, been parodied so many times says <laughs> yeah. uh, says something about it. Solidifies it, yeah. There
2: mm-hmm.
6: you
1: go, yeah. Alright, Dan.
6: <laughs> Alright, guys. Um, <clears throat> as I've stated before, going through this 90s draft has really um, pretty much went through growing up. Um, I'm going to go to 1996 and I grew up during this time, so it was video stores every weekend, uh, renting movies, shit like that. And there was always previews on every VHS that you rented. And one of the biggest ones was a little flick from 1996 called The Long Kiss Goodnight. Uh, and back to back davis <laughs> there it. we go and a little bit of samuel l sprinkled in there yes, um sir. i've seen this preview constantly every time we'd rent a movie so i begged my parents to watch this one and this was one of the few rated r movies that they would allow me to to rent so that just holds that memory there and like i said it's a fucking good action movie Harlan. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't want to give too much away because I'm sure this will float around in the realm of five day rentals one of these days. But um, yeah, man, just. I think there's some other picks you can make for 96, definitely bigger ones. But for me, that just that was the one movie that I was like, I got to fucking see that movie like. But there you go. Long kiss, good night. Anybody else? love, I love them, man. I, I love, love
3: it. Have not seen. Really? What? Yeah, dog. it's a blast. I've never seen it either. It is.
5: That was same with you, uh, Dan. That was just like one of those staple films that we had on like VHS or something that would get watched all the time.
2: Yep. Uh, also, also, also uh, Shane.
7: Um, Shane Black movie, right? Sorry, George. Did you write it? Did Yeah, he write it. I, I think, think so. He did
2: because oh. it is a Christmas movie too.
4: That's that. true. Yeah, that's true. It all becomes yep.
3: very clear. Mm-hmm. Um I was just gonna say that uh Greg is our youngest member of the panel here, but uh not by that much is all I'll say. So <laughs> oh,
8: I, yeah. I, I missed this. Uh
7: there's a there's an action boys episode about Long Kiss night. so that's the only reason I've seen it. There you go. <laughs> just because of them, so
1: Nick. Uh yeah, I'm gonna keep it in nineteen ninety six here. Um I'm gonna go with the Wachowski's bound. Awesome. And, uh, guilty pleasure and not for the reasons that everyone's probably thinking. I just think it's <laughs> you know, I think it's I think it's just again, super economical use of like basically like there's so much tension that's wrung out of one location, basically. Um and there's like style to spare. I mean I think it was essentially their you know, it was, it was proof to Warner Brothers that they could make the Matrix, I believe, is, is really why that movie got made. And I, it's just, it's, I mean, it's so much fun. It's a blast. Joe Giuliano is great. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that movie, I don't think it gets overlooked. I mean, people know about Bound, but I think just, I don't think it gets talked about enough still. I think it's really a fantastic thriller from the nineties
7: yeah that to me is bill butler's movie the cinematographer because the camera work is so fucking impressive um it like makes the entire movie like it's like it's it is a really good story and and has really interesting characters but like the camera overall is what drives that movie for me and it's truly impressive like it really is such a great calling card for them and bill butler (laughs) co-signed
1: yeah. <laughs> good
6: there's good gonna camera. be a uh, good camera
5: there's gonna be a bound reunion in chucky season two apparently i saw the uh cast photos of uh joy pants and oh, yeah all of them together <laughs> so i'm uh, very curious how that chucky, will happen yeah yeah i do too <laughs> oh dude the chucky tv show show's is good. it is
7: ex- fantastic I'm, i it really gotta good. see it yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah i'm pumped oh so um, was, chucky. that was that was the thing i was gonna say I was that oh <laughs> that's the only thing I was going to say is that it led to a, one of the best jokes in Seed of Chucky's. So, I was just yeah. going to say, yep, yeah.
1: it's yeah. the source yeah. of one of the funniest moments in uh-huh. horror uh-huh. history. Yep. <laughs> Easily.
5: Which Jennifer Tilley had to take out um, uh, Gina Gershon to, to lunch afterwards and be like, um, so just so you know, this is what I say in the movie. I hope you're okay with it. And Gina was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs>
7: She said she was really cool with it. Gina but, uh, is cool. Gina yeah. is cool, but it's fun. I, I fucking bound for me. It's like it's it is one of the best like you know thrillers of the 90s for me in terms of like actually building tension yeah. and drawing tension out of those moments like the police maybe finding that blood stain is one of the most like nail-biting sequences. And it's it's so simple the way it's set up and it but it, they really pull it off.
4: Yeah, kind uh, of like I mentioned with Ed Wood. I wish Burton had kind of stayed that direction. I wish the Wachowskis mm-hmm. would almost go back and do yeah. one of these. If, cause, oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, if they went uh, back
7: and made like a, like a, like a, you know, quick thriller like this, mm-hmm. yeah, that would be incredible. Yeah, it's yeah. just a
4: like a tight little neo-noir thriller and it like it works, you know, it's just, it kind of cooks from start to finish. And, you know, by the time you get to the end, you, you know, it's like, Oh, an hour and a half has gone by already. It's, (laughs) it just moves, man. I mean, um, yeah, it's great. And isn't bound the guarantor essentially
5: for the matrix. Hadn't they written the script for the matrix already? And they were like, well, we can't trust you to make this massive movie because they'd never made movies yet. So this kind of showed the studio that they could do, you know, uh, they could make a great film and on a lower budget, so gave them the money to do the uh, bigger one. Yeah. That's what the little budget thing is. It's, it's like,
7: it's literally two locations, right? It's two mm-hmm. apartment apartments. Much. And, it, and like yeah, a bar. to build an
2: entire movie out of it.
1: Yeah. 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 It's awesome. Yeah.
2: Gina Gershon is in one of my favorite community sequences. Oh, okay. I got the sign from Dan. Never mind. So uh, check it out. Da, 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 <laughs> All right, uh, da, da, da. Kron, you're up, buddy.
4: Uh, wow, I mean, looking at what years are left. Um, I mean, I can't believe we've gotten to 1995, and we haven't talked about this movie. Um, just the the best in the series of a long-standing franchise, but I really think someone else would rather talk about that movie. So I'm going to pick Casino from 1995 <laughs> directed by Martin Ooh. Scorsese. Um I really I love Casino. Like I think, you know, Goodfellas is more the the like start to finish classic, but I think there's some stuff in Casino that just works better. Um the use of the soundtrack, I think is incredible. Um And the way he ties the imagery to those songs, I think it like, I don't know, it almost plays out in scenes like a musical or something. I mean, it just kind of like the the visual and the audio are so integrated together that it's like you couldn't imagine those scenes without that soundtrack. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, like I said, I think there are some better Scorseses along the way. But, um, you know, Casino ain't nothing to turn your nose up at. So, there you go.
7: Yeah, that's that's my big thing is that I I my controversial statement of the podcast is that I prefer Casino the Goodfellas. Uh, I I I, it's so good. Just like you said, the music especially stands out. There's some little like montage sequence where it's just showing like the show that De Niro is hosting, and the way he shoots like though that show is truly extravagant and like thrilling and it's such like a uh it's been a couple years that i've seen it so i'm a little spotty on the exact like plot and some details but i remember it, it's something like where they're saying like oh he's not gonna make it this guy's kind of done and then it cuts to a montage of him just like blowing out of the water putting on these incredible shows and it's so much fun um on top of being a classic like scorsese like man on top has a as a fall sort of thing, like Goodfellas or Wolf of Wall Street, you know, Um, Sharon Stone is incredible in that. James Woods, like really great
4: cast, just killing it. Yeah. I think even the attention paid to like the little stuff in it, there's the, like a whole scene where he just shows you how money gets out of uh, someone's pocket and into the count room. And it's fascinating just to see like the movement of dollar bills through a casino. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And fucking De Niro's suits are incredible. <laughs> Just
7: every, basically every time they cut to him, he's wearing a different suit with like, and it, it looks amazing on him. Just, he's never looked better than the casino, I think.
2: All right. Well, Greg,
7: you're up. Uh, okay. Uh, I have 91, 97, and 98 left. Uh, these are all really tough years, but. I think I'm going to go with something from 97 and it's going to be a recent watch for me. Um, and it's probably going to be one that won't land. Like I'll be surp- I'll be a little surprised if it's on anybody else's list. But, um, I recently watched a movie, um, called, the uh, even, uh, end of Evangelion, which is directed by Hideaki Anno. It's the end of the TV series, the anime, <laughs> neon genesis evangelion which is a series i liked i watched a couple years ago i don't watch a ton of anime i'm not super into it but i watched that series i heard it was really good i liked it i thought it was pretty great and then recently i watched this movie and this movie is fucking astounding just one of the most beautifully animated movies you'll ever see truly insane themes and crazy body horror going on um just from beginning to end, I was enthralled by this movie. Uh, it's talking about some really dark shit. and uh, like I said, it's not even normally my thing, but this movie, like just this, I, I was uh, really stricken by it, and I have not been able to start, stop thinking about it in the two months since I've seen it. It's just a recent watch, but it's like immediately cemented itself as like a really fantastic cinematic experience. So um, that's my pick. I just forget to add some diversity. To my my uh <laughs> my roster here and go for something foreign and animated so uh yeah hmm. end of evangelion
3: hmm Great pick. I mean I've been meaning to check it out, uh Evangelion for a long time. Um yeah. but it is T V, so <laughs> I haven't <laughs> made time for it. Um, it is only
7: twenty six episodes and they they're a half hour each. There's not this hour long bullshit that <sighs> T V shows do nowadays.
3: It's only thirteen um, hours, eh? yeah.
5: Only thirteen <laughs> hours, George. That's a single season of Friends.
3: <laughs> yeah, I watched Friends when I was in high school, dude. <laughs> No, no, I also do, I love friends. I also
7: do know people that have seen End of Evangelion without watching the TV show, and they still love the movie. Like even without context, the movie is is really thrilling and has some like incredibly evocative imagery. So um, it's good stuff.
6: Well, yeah.
3: they basically just transposed it into Shin Godzilla, right? So I've seen it basically. Basically, yeah.
2: <laughs> Am I the only person here who has never heard of it? No, I've never yeah, heard of okay. it. Okay. You're All not, right, because yeah, I think no, that's no. officially the only one so far. Of- I,
7: I I knew it would be an out there pick, but yeah. like I, I watched this two months ago. I've just not been able to stop thinking about. it. I watched it twice. Like oh, a week later, yeah. I was like, I got to see this again. Like this is amazing, and um, hmm. yeah, it, it's really good stuff.
4: I've actually seen this movie. I had a friend in high school that had like this entire series on DVD and this movie, so I watched it, but I've. Not seen it since then, so
7: yeah, to entice people, uh, <laughs> a character like jizzes in his own hand within the first five minutes
4: of the movie. Like, I didn't, it's, it's weird and out there. I didn't yeah. want to bring that up, but that is the scene that I could remember from when I saw this movie. So. <laughs> okay, well, that's
3: not that crazy. Okay, and Blade, uh, Donna Logue gets a blowjob and makes out with a lady in the first five minutes, <laughs> <Sorry. it>, so. <laughs>
2: All right, and on that, Dan holds up the sign. Uh, all right, I'll finish this up here. Um, my 95, I'm good to go, which is good because I still need time to think about it. Dan's motioning like they know. They are unaware of the emotional turmoil I'm having. Um, <laughs> I, I look across my grid here, and I I'm, I'm definitely the philistine here, of of the players. Um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go to ninety. I'm gonna get a dad movie in here. I think this is the ultimate dad movie. Sean Connery, Alec Baldwin, mm. Hunt for Red October. Oh yeah. Uh nice. definitely yeah. my favorite of the Jack Ryan's. I wish uh old That's shooter would Ryan
8: movie? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
2: man. He's uh,
4: he's uh, the first he's wearing yeah. wow.
8: Is it Baldwin,
2: definitely my favorite Jack he Ryan. The first. He, yep. He's Jack behind Ryan. you right now, George. He's wearing a ghost mask. <laughs> <stars? laughs> yeah, I mean the the sub movie is its own genre. Uh it's U five seven one, Das boot. I mean, there's
3: uh, Gene Hackman one uh, Crimson Periscope. Tide.
2: Yep. yeah. Down Periscope is mm-hmm. you know, incredibly watchable.
6: Hey
3: man, nineties uh, pick, bro. Yeah, uh,
2: <laughs> but Hunt for October. I mean, that's that gives me two McTiernans. Um, he's just he's the master of of the eighties nineties action, as far as I'm concerned uh incredibly tense i mean you can be pretty dumb and follow along with this political intrigue um yeah dan's (laughs) giving me a thumbs up as an idiot um yeah sean connery barely doing a a russian accent uh i will also add another sam neill
5: there you go that's right
2: oh my god um
8: and your first Tim Curry. <laughs>
2: oh shit! Yeah, uh, t- yeah. Tim Curry is the uh, the uh, annoying medical officer that is used as yeah. uh, the pawn to convince you know the uh, the sailors to exit the boat. I mean, it's the movie's even referenced in McTiernan's Last Action Hero. Um, fucking, fucking, throw this thing on over Thanksgiving. You know, tell your dad he can. Fucking DVR football. Watch Humphrey in October with him.
8: My favorite part of the movie is when Alec Baldwin's down there and the, trying to find the saboteur, and he does an impression of Sean Connery. You know, things downhill don't react well. Yeah. <laughs> the whole <Yeah>. hilarious. Fucking <laughs> love it. Yeah, they somehow managed to squeeze in
2: a little diehard there, like him running through the vents and, and <laughs> bitching to himself. Um, yep. Yep. Brantley, I think we talked about this uh, that you know the the switch from Russian to English on Armageddon mm-hmm. is an incredibly mm-hmm. well done sequence. Um, yep, that was prey. We were talking about that, right? With some people having so the issue with with them speaking English, but you're talking um, about me.
0: I get it. <laughs> It was tough. It got under
2: my skin, okay? <laughs> I but to me if it's established it works, then, you know. But then the French the,
0: guy starts speaking English and she understands.
7: Yeah. That is like, uh, because he's right. speaking he speaking her, her language. He goes from French to English. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. He's
0: not actually speaking English. I couldn't yeah. stop thinking about it.
7: <laughs> it didn't ruin the movie I loved,
2: praise. Yeah, guys. praise great.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um oh,
2: All right. That locks us up, right? For this
7: that's
3: it. This, this episode. We did it.
2: Mm-hmm. Guys, how are we feeling?
3: Feeling great. i good. Everybody still having fun? Yeah, I'm absolutely, absolutely great. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm shocked that from, from one of the years that I still have to pick, uh, only one movie from my list has been chosen. I, and I, so I, I really I thought- Two
2: years, same way.
3: I really thought that people were going to help me make my decision, and instead I am uh, torn asunder. Yes.
7: Was it was it the Matrix? Was it round one? Because you had a reaction when I picked that.
3: Um, I was sad about the Matrix. There's no no doubt about that. But... 92,
1: Mr. Baseball. It's not. I it's it's get it. It's Mr. Baseball. <laughs> Fuck. You got
3: it. Stop talking about it. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, we are breaking here. You can follow along. The next episode will be on George's feed. Best little whorehouse in Philly. Whoop, whoop. We'll see you then.
4: Goodbye, everybody. Hi, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Hi, everybody. everybody.
8: Mm-hmm. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. Bye. Bye-bye.